Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Mint Door Podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Schwint. And I'm Dr. Karen Tindall. And today we have someone very special for you, Dr. Patrice Smith. She's an orthodontist and owner of Infinity Orthodontics in Washington, D.C. She has dual bachelor's degrees in biology and dental hygiene and received her doctorate of dental surgery and specialty degree in orthodontics and dentofacial orthopedics from Howard University. Dr. Smith is passionate about keeping up with the latest in orthodontic technology, blending cutting-edge research and tools with traditional tried and tested orthodontic techniques to provide patients with world-class care. She is committed to developing innovative orthodontic solutions to meet each patient's unique needs. Outside of the office, Dr. Smith is the co-founder of a nonprofit organization that provides free dental services to individuals in developing countries who have little or no access to dental care. She also has a blog where she shares her experience as she goes through life balancing all aspects of her personal career, entrepreneurship, creative side, hustles, and motherhood. While the dental profession and her patients are an integral part of her life, she is multi-passionate and enjoys meddling in a host of entrepreneurial endeavors, blogging, traveling, participating in various philanthropic projects, and creating divinely scented candles for the Unorthodox Candle Company. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Let's get into it. Well, welcome to the podcast, Dr. Patrice Smith. It's so awesome to have you here. And I love how you um, matched colors with us today. Thank you so much for, for following that memo. But welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, we made mention right before we hopped on that you have the, the mint door and I have the mint wall. So, yeah, I guess I got the memo. Yes. And you have some fun artwork behind you. Tell us a little bit about the artwork in your office, because it's kind of a fun story. It is a fun story. So throughout my entire office, we have this artwork from this local artist that kind of loaned us his artwork. Um, he, He has them for sale in the event that someone wants to purchase them. But if not, you know, they're they're part of our office decor. So it's very kind of him. Yeah. That's fun to bring local local talent in. It is. It's quite fun. And the artwork is unique where I have a practice where I see both, you know, adults and kids. Mm-hmm. And so some of the artwork in the operatories, if you look at them, the adults see one thing and the kids always see something completely different. Oh, so, yeah, so it kind of fun. Yeah, it is kind of fun. Yeah. So very cool. Oh, fantastic. That's yeah. so cool. Well, I'm super excited today to get to talk to you because I always love when I get when we get another orthodontist in here. So yeah. that is a super exciting part. But we are going to start off today, as we normally do, we have a this and that round where we're just going to sort of gently, rapidly fire questions at you. And we just want you Ooh. to choose between the two options that we're going to give you the first thing that comes to your mind. So oh. we'll start off. Do you hair dry or air dry your hair? Oh, not air dry, no. Otherwise, I'll have a puff. So, <laughs> so I use a blow dryer. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Heels or tennies? Tennies, for sure. Would you prefer yoga pants or jeans? Yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? Definitely a night owl. Ooh. Best me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And if if you had to pick mountains or ocean, oh, that's super easy. Ocean. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. And in the morning, breakfast or no breakfast? I'm guilty. No breakfast. I have a cup of coffee and then I move on with my day. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> Do you prefer to eat out or eat in? I would prefer to eat in, even though I eat out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this might go along with that then. Movies or Netflix? Netflix. <laughs> would you pick up a book or a Kindle? A book. I like to feel the pages. <laughs> I'm with you. I like to um, highlight. I know. I agree. Yeah. Um, cat or dog? Dogs. Okay. Do not like cats. <laughs> if you were ordering, would it be a burger or a salad? Ooh, that's a tough one because it depends on the kind of day I'm having. Um, I'm just going to say salad. Okay. <laughs> salad. Oh, and then finally, when the weekend comes, is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday's fun. Yeah, I know, right? Sunday's a little more, you got to get to business a little bit, don't yeah, you? Sunday is a little chill in the morning, but in the afternoon, you're getting ready for the week. So, yeah, yeah Saturday. Fun, fun Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm curious, you know, you said when we asked cat or dog, you said dog. So, do you have a dog? Um, we did. Unfortunately, we lost our dogs um, a few years ago because they got very old. And so we don't anymore. But if but if we were to get a pet again, it would definitely be a dog. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you hold a lot of roles, not only as a professional woman, a dentist, um, which is is a type of entrepreneur, but you have another layer of entrepreneurship in your blood. Um, You're a mom, you're a wife. Um, How do you balance all of this? You know, I have to, I have to mix it up, you know, otherwise I get bored or stressed, you know? And so I like to say I'm multi-passionate, you know, so you know, you can wear many hats. And so I do, I am an orthodontist. So, and I own my own practice, right? I recently became a mom, recent as in 15 months ago. <laughs> so I'm a mom, my wife, and I love, love, love blogging. So I do have a blog. Um, and I have a candle company. You know, and, you know, everything that goes with all of those things. <laughs> and I, I try to do a little bit of everything because they all bring me joy in their own way. Mm-hmm. And so I, if I were to do just one of those things, I don't think I would feel 100% fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do have to mix it up. It's just, it's just part of who I am. How do you creatively fit mixing it up into a typical busy week? Okay, very good question. So I have to take you on a little bit of a journey. So I purchased um, my practice two years ago, the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, crazy, crazy time. Oh. But um, when I, this was an existing orthodontic practice. Mm-hmm. And when I purchased it, you know, orthodontics was being done, you know, the way everybody knows orthodontics to be done, it's traditional braces. Mm-hmm. But I have since remodeled 
kind of restructured everything. And so now I do digital orthodontics. I have a, a fully digital workflow. So what that means is I do clear aligners, you know, with Invisalign. I do um, custom braces, which um, is from this company called Light Force. Um, and I do behind the teeth braces or lingual braces. And all those options are indirect bonded. And so what that does is it allows me to free up my chair time. I don't have to see my patients as often as with traditional braces. So I see my patients every like eight to 12 weeks and I do 12 days per month in the office. Okay. So three days per week. Nice. Yes. So I am able to be very efficient and at the same time be very productive mm-hmm. You know, and so I, I found kind of a sweet spot with the practice and that frees up the rest of my time to do all the other things that I love doing. And so a typical work week for me looks like Monday through Wednesday. I do pop into the office every other Thursday, like today, which is my admin day. So I'm not seeing patients, but I came in today. For example, I had a, a short one hour staff meeting and then I'm doing you know, other working on the business and that's not necessarily in the business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, on a Thursday where I'm not in the office, I have time to do my errands, keep my other, you know, appointments, like my doctor's appointments, my hair appointments, the spa appointments, you know, stuff like that. And then it frees up my entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, spend time with my family, work on the candle company, work with my blog, And, you know, all the other things that I love doing that I want to fit into my week without feeling like I'm strapped for time. Mm. So it's a work in progress always, Mm -hmm. but I think I've figured out a sweet spot with the practice and having everything kind of work in sync with, you know, my week and my time. Mm -hmm. Even as you describe that, it felt like a relaxing description. I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, she does so much. I mean, you do a lot, but the way that you fit it in and you put it all together feels like you've got a really comfortable pattern and system that works for you. And so many of these things that you're doing are creative. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, you obviously have a passion for creativity and doing these things. Now, blogging is one of them. How does the blogging help you with this work-life balance? Oh my goodness. I, I've been blogging since, let's see, about 2007 or 2008. Uh, since I've had a blog since, I wouldn't say undergrad. And before that, it was always, you know, my journals or my diaries. I just end up transferring it online, right? And a wonderful side effect of blogging, I mostly did it um, kind of as a hobby, kind of as a personal journal, But a great side effect was that people would find it, find whatever blogs I had, they would give me feedback on it. And somehow it always works out that they tell me that something, an article or something I wrote ended up helping them in some way or another, Mm -hmm. which is encouraging. And, you know, it kind of encourages you to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. It's not like you set out to really help anybody, but (laughs) at least that's what happened for me in the beginning. But it, it ended up happening that way, which only encouraged me to do it, do it more. And so the latest blog I have is called The Unorthodox. And I created that blog when I became an orthodontist. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, it takes my readers on a journey of personal, professional, and, you know, financial is in there to development. And it takes them kind of on really on my journey. And as I learn, you know, I, I, as I learn, they learn. And so whatever I go through, whatever I learn, I kind of notate that. And then they end up getting the benefit of whatever I just learned. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite nice. Um, especially when I get feedback, like, Hey, you know, you wrote about this thing and I implemented and really did help me in whatever area. So it, it only encouraged me to keep doing it. Yeah. It's so, yeah. It's so nice to hear that. I think being in a profession where we are looking after people Mm-hmm. Um, specifically orthodontics the thing that I used to like about it is that you're making smiles you're doing yeah. something positive you're creating something that gives a person confidence and it can change their life in addition to just lining up those crooked teeth but how nice to as well be able to help people in another mm-hmm. creative outlet exactly I know you know because at the end of the day, I just feel like whatever you do, whatever you're doing, like it has to give you some kind of fulfillment, you know? And so orthodontics does that for me on in one aspect where, you know, I'm helping to boost somebody's confidence and self-esteem, which is great. It's wonderful for them. And I get, I get a little bit of gratification from that too. But then in another aspect through the blogging, I'm able to help in a different kind of way. And that also gives me satisfaction. And I'm also, you know, honing my writing skills and, you know, you know, all the other nice benefits that comes from blogging and a great, great, great side effect that I never went into it looking for, but is kind of come out of it is you earn a little extra money on the side too, mm-hmm. which is it's an added perk. It's quite nice. Mm-hmm. So it has, it has quite, <laughs> quite a bit of benefits. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I imagine too, that, you know, whenever you write something, it's like it cements it more into your person, right? Like, like you live it again, you go through it again, you look at it through a different perspective. So in writing some of this, it probably helps, you know, not only your readers, but it helps you through things as well, like seeing things from a different angle or. Very true. It's kind of the same thing, what they say about teaching someone you know you end up learning it better (laughs) when you teach it to someone it's the same thing kind of the same thing with blogging you go through this thing this experience like for example um i have this blog which has become quite popular among like the young professionals like around my age group that are now becoming doctors or becoming becoming professionals becoming Mm -hmm. providers and i i have a blog where i wrote about my experience I'm opening my own dental practice. And I went through the whole thing and, you know, it, it goes by so fast. And then you sit and you're like, you know what? I'm going to write about my whole experience about opening this dental practice. I go through it step by step. And then you, you remember all the things that you went through, you notate it. And then next thing you know, someone reads it and they're telling you, oh, okay. I did not know that I had to create, hire, whatever it is, do this before I did that. And I'm glad you outlined it that way because I was totally lost and I didn't know where to start. And mm-hmm. I'm just happy you did that because now I have a starting point and now I know, you know, who to call and what to do before what the steps to take this and the third. So really it's just me documenting my experience through the process and it ends up helping somebody too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's quite nice. It's quite nice to be useful <laughs> in that way. <laughs> yes. 
Well, it's obvious that you're very passionate about creativity and helping others. So, you know, I'm interested, you have a term that you like to use called um, passion project. Yes. (laughs) All right. So tell us a little bit about what passion project means to you and how that led you to your creative side hustle. Oh, yeah. Passion projects. Just I had to go through a kind of an kind of an exercise with myself where it's like, what are the things that make you the happiest? What are the things that brings you joy? Because, you you know, you do a lot of things, but not everything gives make you know, elicits that that emotion in you. Not everything is joyous. Not every some things are just things you have to do and it's monotonous and it's blah blah blah. But what are the things that <laughs> that actually spark joy that makes you happy that fills you up in some kind of way? And those are what I term my passion projects. So for example, I love creating candles. I love, 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 love scented candles. And I've loved them since I can remember. And it wasn't until I was in dental school, I used to spend a lot of money on those things and those are not cheap. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in dental school, your, your budget is usually very limited. It, it was for me at least. And so there was one time I, I wanted these candles and it was just like, uh, okay, well, are you going to have candles for this amount or are you going to get groceries? <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> and I had a clever idea one day. I was like, you know, maybe I could make my own candles. That way I don't have to keep buying them. And that way I can create the sense that I want to smell instead of trying to go search for something that smells like this or, you know, whatever. I can kind of make it my own and find my signature scent. You know, all those thoughts. And so I did a little Google search. Okay, how can I create my own candles? And I found resources that kind of walked me through the steps. And I found um, a website where I could order all the little products. It didn't cost a whole lot. And I kind of experimented. I made my own in these little tin um, containers. And I started mixing those fragrances together and, you know, doing a little bit more research. Like, okay, how can I have this smell stronger, like a, a higher scent throw and just playing around with it. And over time, I went down this rabbit hole, this deep research into flashpoints and what temperature to make um, your wax so that your scent will carry a far further distance and all those things. And I got so excited and filled up by it. And so I said, like, okay, great. This is it. I'm going to make my own canvas from here on out. And so, you know, my friends would come over, my family would come over to my apartment and they would see these candles, they smell these candles, and they wanted some. So then I started making candles for my family, for my friends. And then they started requesting more and more. And then they started telling their friends, you know, and so it grew into this thing. And eventually, long, long story short, eventually I turned it into a business. Mm-hmm. So now I create scented candles and it's so much fun. It is so very different from dentistry. <laughs> so very different. And it kind of just breaks up the monotony of the things I do kind of every day for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I turned it into a business. I do make money from it, but I enjoy doing it regardless of if I made money from it. I, I would just make sure you want some candles. Sure. I'll give some to my neighbors, you know, whatever the case is. There's so much fun. And the, 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 the really fun part, all of it is fun, but making the set creations, mm-hmm. just putting different scents together and creating something, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that part the most. So what and do you do with a candle that 
you don't enjoy the scent of? I'm curious. It's funny because somebody always does. Ah, somebody you always go. does. Yeah. You know, so I have um I have these signature candles that are on my website, but then I also have a subscription service where you kind of I call it my candle club. It's a subscription service. You get one candle every month. And every month the subscriber gets a different scent. Right. And so they never know what they're going to get until they get it. <laughs> and once they get it, I can I send an email out and I describe what the scent is. And sometimes I don't personally like the scents, but then I get feedback like, oh my God, this was amazing. I loved it. Can you, can I get some more of that one? And I'm like, really? You liked it? <laughs> but somebody always does, you know? You know, it's, it's like now the fall season is coming in mm-hmm. and you're going to have pumpkin, everything, pumpkin everywhere. I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin, but so many of my customers love, 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 love that pumpkin mm-hmm. and cinnamon and vanilla. They love it. And I don't care for pumpkin very much, mm-hmm. but they do. And so, what, what is your favorite candle that you have out of your collection? If you would say the one quintessential unorthodox candle that if somebody was going to try it, which one would it be? Easy. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. You know, it has a kind of um, tropical scent. Mm-hmm. And maybe I was born in Jamaica, I was born in the Caribbean. And so when you asked this or that in the beginning, you said mountains or ocean, that was so easy ocean <laughs> because I'm from a small island. And maybe that's why I love good vibes so much. It just reminds me of home, it reminds me of the tropics. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very like it gives you island vibes, it gives you good vibes, you know. So that's my favorite. And honestly, if I were to tell you what like a customer favorite is, that would be the, the first one on the list. Oh, mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you burn them in your office? I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have I have different ones that I burn, you know, from time to time, but the office actually has its signature fragrance. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Did now so, did your team myself. help make that? Did they have input um, into that or how would how did that work? They don't help to make it, but they help to burn them. Yeah. <laughs> every day. I have the candles and I have the diffusers that go with them that are to that's a signature scent throughout mm-hmm. the office. Um my practice is infinity orthodontics. So the signature scent of the office is in, is called infinity. Easy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but it is a signature scent. Um, for the office, yeah. From time to time, I switch it up, but that's our signature scent. Mm-hmm. Well, it's obvious from listening to you talk about this, like how your side hustle like brings you so much joy. It does. And like, you were explaining to us that you have created a side hustle guide. Yes. Um, so how can somebody that's listening to this, that hears your passion and it's infectious, like yeah. it makes me go out and I'm not going to get into the candle making business as competition, but it's an infectious <laughs> spirit that you have an energy. How does somebody get hold of this guide? Well, everything is on my website, right? So the, the best way is if you go to theunorthodox.com backslash subscribe, mm-hmm. it pops right up and you just enter your first name and email address you get that right in your inbox and you'll also be on my email list so any other side hustle tips I have you'll get that in your inbox mm-hmm. you know you could also get the side hustle guide by going to the shop section on my website it's completely free you can just click that put your information in and download it but if you want to be on my email list to get even more of those um, tidbits then mm-hmm. you want to go to 
that subscribe link. Yeah. That's so kind that you offer two options. Like I have not heard of that before. (laughs) That's unique. That's so kind because some people, you know, they might not want to be on the email list. And exactly. And I've been in those situations where I've been on somebody's website and they have the this you know, whatever it is, a guide, a freebie, a lead magnet, whatever you call it. And I want it, but I don't necessarily want to be on your listserv. And so I, I know I took that experience from, you know, my own experience again, again, from my own experience. I know I don't necessarily, and I know once I start getting the emails, I'm going to unsubscribe. And so why even bother? (laughs) So if you want to be on the email list, you can be, if you don't care to, then you still can get it. It's Mm -hmm. It's a guide. It's free. (laughs) I think we Isn't that great? I love it. Can we can we adopt that on our website as well? Would that be all right if we we borrowed that idea from you? Of course, sure. Go right ahead. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that that's very gracious. And um, you know, we're mentioning links and websites, and we'll make sure that those are all in the show notes. So don't worry if you're driving and listening, you don't have to pull over and try and write anything down. You can check back later and and check things out. But um, you know, you you talk a lot about your signature sense and the sense that you love. Um, and it leads me to a question about color mm-hmm. because when Karen and I first, uh, created the mint door, we put a lot of thought into what color the door was going to be mm-hmm. and why. So I'm curious if you had the opportunity to build a brand new home or practice, what color door would you pick for your place? Oh my goodness. That's such a good question. Wow. Okay. So it's kind of like my website. My, my answer is going to be, if you go to my website, it has um, tones of like a soft pink and it has some nude, right? And it has a little bit of white and black, right? And I like the combination. And I don't know if I could choose any one color, but I like that combo because it represents, so the nude represents versatility, which is very, you know, unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> it just signifies that you can do whatever you want. It's versatile. And then the pink is that kindness and warmth and femininity. So I like the com- I like the combination. But if I had to use a door, I don't think nude would be a great color for a door. So I'd go with that soft <laughs> <of> pink. <laughs> Maybe the soft pink and a nude doormat. Maybe that, exactly. <laughs> or, the, or the frame for the door could be new. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll be an orthodox and uh, allow you to have a multicolored answer. Yeah, it's your door. It's my door. I can do whatever I want. There you go. That's cool. When you look back, what's one thing that's happened to you in life that you didn't expect? And how has that maybe impacted or changed how you've lived life or what's happened to you? Oh, that is a good question. You know, I would I would say in the realm of of my practice, in the, in the realm of orthodontics, in the realm of my profession, right? So I left residency, and I didn't quite know whether I should open my own practice right out of residency or kind of work for someone and get a little bit of experience. And I chose the latter, and when and I worked for someone for a little while. Um, that was in private practice. 
And then after that, I said, okay, maybe it's time for me to open my own. Because I always wanted to have my own practice. I watched my parents um, growing up. I watched them be entrepreneurs. And I always knew that I had, I developed an entrepreneurial spirit for my parents. So I always want, I always knew I wanted to open my own practice. It was just a, a timing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, after my first job, it was in private practice. I, I didn't move on to corporate um, practice. And I stayed there for a little while. After then is when I opened my own practice. I guess I didn't realize that it would be in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, that, and so that posed quite a bit of, of challenge. And as you can suspect, this dream that has always been there, you always wanted to open your own practice. And then when you finally got um, your dream realized, then you have all these obstacles to deal with. And in the beginning, at least, it made you kind of wonder if you made the right decision, you know. But now that we're coming out of the pandemic pretty much Mm -hmm. and going into calmer waters, of course, now I can say it was the best decision ever. (laughs) But that's kind of one of those things where I never really expected to make that decision at that time. But then, you know, Mm -hmm. you ride the wave and then you figure out that, okay, this was just like a kind of a bump, kind of like a a little obstacle to get over. And so I think it really built a little character, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, along the way. Mm-hmm. And just, it's kind of a life lesson that, listen, man, everything is not going to be smooth sailing all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things come up in life sometimes, gives you a few challenges, a few obstacles, and that's to be expected at the end of building character. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you end up being better off for it. Yeah. 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 I, you know, let, let's just take a moment here and, Karen, I think we should just applaud Patrice yeah. for opening a practice in the pandemic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting times, I tell you. Interesting wow. times. But, well, uh-huh. and what a great resilience builder. Because mm-hmm. oh, for sure. I mean, you've come out of it and you've come yeah. out of it successful. You have that to remember that you can do hard things. <laughs> I know Glennon Doyle. She's my favorite. <laughs> I know. I love that saying. Right? It's one of my favorite quotes. Mm. Yeah. And whenever I go through a tough time, where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hard. You know, that's one of the quotes I always am reminded of. And we can do hard things. We can do hard things. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is not always going to be easy. Right. It's supposed to be. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We'd like to think it is, but. Um, yeah. You know, that leads me to our, our next mint door question, which is as high achievers, it's not uncommon for us to always be focusing on the goals, always be focusing on the next step and sometimes losing sight of what brings us joy. Now, it sounds like you have a good handle on that, which is awesome to hear, but I'm curious, what is like something really tiny that brings you joy on a daily basis? Oh, man. You know, I have to say it includes my family, it includes my husband and my son. And I feel like they keep me grounded because before, well, before I had my son, which was 15 months ago, you know, I was on that trajectory where it was always, what's the next goal? What's the next thing? It's always something else to aspire to something to something else on the things on something else to achieve mm-hmm. you know and then after I had my son of course the beginning was very hard because you're still in that mindset 
but then you realize like you have to be present. <laughs> so it's kind of a tug of war. <laughs> and then after a while you realize, okay, maybe I need to pause and figure out what this tug of war is. And then you realize you really just need to be present. You don't have to be, you don't necessarily have to be going after something all the time. And my son reminds me of that every single day. So, you know, those are one of my favorite, those are my favorite moments when I leave work and I go home and I get um, that time between, of course, between after work and bedtime. And of course, on the weekends, to spend that quality time with my son and for him to remind me to be present because you you literally have no choice. You have to, <laughs> he will force you to be present. You know, he's at the stage now where he's walking and pulling everything down and you have to, you have to be in you can't be distracted. You can't be on your phone and, and trying to watch him. You know, you have to be. So it's a it's a nice reminder to be present. And my husband keeps me grounded too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thank my husband and my son. Yeah. It reminds me constantly daily um, to be mindful and to be present. Mm-hmm. I think you've had a very successful when we talk about what you did in a pandemic. You had a baby and you did a, opened a practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's two. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> it's been an amazing ride for sure mm-hmm. yeah well thank you so much for shining your bright light and sharing some of your time to with us today uh you've given us a lot of great things to think about to bring joy balance uh and enhance our lives and i think a lot of people could learn from this i hope our listeners and our audience are inspired Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly if they want to download the um from id idea to profit ebook check out your website and of course your website also houses your candle shop and yes. your i'm assuming your past blogs and or connections yes. to blogs there you got it you got it you know my 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 website pretty much has it's it's kind of my one stop shop you come there and you find everything nice, <laughs> nice. And that again is theunorthodoc.com. You got it. All right. We'll keep that in the show notes. But um, Dr. Smith, anything else that you would like to add for our listeners today or anything we didn't touch on as we we were chatting? I would say just one thing. And only because I get asked this repeatedly, mostly from my colleagues, you know, and um young professionals kind of coming up, going through dental and med school. And they always ask the question, well, how do you juggle all these things? And how did you decide to to orthodontize and be a blogger and have a candle business? Like who told you you can do that? Don't you, aren't you worried about what people will say? Aren't you, well, how can you, you know, all these questions, they come up all the time. And so my one answer to that is always, you can create the life you want, you know, like you don't have to follow whatever rules there are about anything, you know, you design or create the life you want. Mm -hmm. However, whatever brings you happiness and joy, do that. Oh, that's wise advice. I love it. Very nice. Lovely words to end on. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. And um, we'll make sure all the notes are below. And we look forward to hearing more from you uh, in the future as you continue to grow. So thank you so so much. much.
Yeah. Thank you. You bet. All right. That's another episode of the Mint Door podcast. Thanks for being with us and we will see you all next time. Bye.